If you want to be more intentional about what you bring into your home, like what products you're bringing into your home, what food you're bringing into your home, you know, are they healthy for your family? Are they healthy for the earth? Then today's episode is for you. I'm excited. I am talking to Desiree Robinson of the Holistic Lifestyle Podcast. Desiree is delightful, and one of the things that I really appreciate about her approach to low-tox living is that she thinks about how to create behavior changes slowly. So she's going to talk about her ditch-and-switch method. She's going to be talking about how you can really pinpoint what actions would make the biggest change in your lives And you can start there and then you can start slowly. The little by little progress adds up. Desiree is a delight. She's truly lovely. I can't wait to share this interview with you. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed talking with her. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully and lightly. Let's get started. I'm so excited, so honored to have today's guest on Plan Go Plan. I wanted to welcome Desiree Robinson of the Holistic Lifestyle Podcast. Desiree is a home birther, homemaker, homesteader, and homeschooling mom to three boys with her husband in North Carolina. I love, love, love the the focus of home and place. And you can hear, you can hear her little kiddo. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So she is so passionate about helping moms create a balanced, low-tox, and peaceful mom life, um, which I say, bring it on. I need that peaceful mom life. So welcome. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me about this adorable kiddo that you have in your arms. And how did you become so passionate about low-tox lifestyle? Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I have three kiddos. So I have a just recently turned five-year-old, a two-year-old, and this little guy is almost six months. So it's hanging out here with me. So yeah, when you hear the little baby grunt noises and such, that's little Amos. I originally became really passionate about low-tox living. Honestly, when I was pregnant with my first kid, I was aware of some things growing up, but the whole perspective of like, oh, I have a little being to take care of now totally like made me start researching things. I'm naturally like a researcher and a planner. I find it kind of fun and fascinating. I know that it can stress some people out, but it's super fun for me. And I started looking into just like what was going on with our healthcare system in general, like what was recommended and what was not recommended and why. And I started doing research 
for myself. And I actually found that it was a lot different than what (laughs) the doctors were saying. And a lot of the experts when it comes to what healthy food is. And I was like, "Eh, no, there's actually some other things to look into here with food and to look into like I struggled with eczema and the dermatologist I went to was like, oh, just use this steroid ointment and band-aid the problem. And I was like, is there any like lifestyle changes I can make, you know, food with my habits, how I'm exercising, anything? No, just use this stuff. Oh, is it safe for baby? Yeah. And then we'll put you on one that's a little stronger, you know, afterwards. I'm like, way to not really help me (laughs) with much at all besides put a bandaid on things. And so I really looked into that and that put me on the journey of really making a ditch and switch plan for all of my skincare products. buy some of my skincare products, but I actually make a lot of mine. Like I make my own lotion. I make my own toothpaste for the whole family. And it's really simple actually and affordable. And it it can be hard to find some of those things out there. And sometimes when you find them, they're super expensive too. For example, lotion, that was one of those things that it was like, it was so easy for me to make and so much more affordable that I'm like, you know, I have some coconut oil I ordered some shea butter, some olive oil, and some essential oils. That's all I need. (laughs) So it was really easy to just start making those changes on my own. And I delved further and further into it and then sharing my journey and other moms wanting to go through that journey and started helping them do that too. And so it's been a lot of fun, like just helping moms make those for their own health and for their family's health too. Oh, I love that. And so I have my own kind of funny story around, I guess for me, it was low waste living, but it was really similar. So I got really, really into how can I live in a way that I have the least amount of waste possible. And I remember, I can't remember her name, but I was watching these videos on YouTube of a woman who, you know, her waste basket was a mason jar and she'd only have a mason jar worth of waste. And I always were a paperless family except for toilet paper. So we didn't have, you know, paper towels in our kitchen and things like that. And then my first son, I cloth diapered, you know, I did all of this thing. <laughs> and then it just all fell apart. Desiree, like it all fell apart. Yeah. Overwhelmed. And I'm like, oh. like bring on the paper plates. Like <laughs> I just need to make it through the week. And so my big, my big question, I, I need your help. <laughs> my question for you is, you know, as a mom, you're kind of talking about making your lotions, which I love that. And it is wild because there are these things I I know from personal experience that you think they're going to take you more time and are going to be a lot more work and they turn out to not really be. And mm-hmm. so my question is, is as parents, especially, and you're doing it, you're living it, right? <laughs> like with your three boys, right? What is one action that a mom could take just one small action to start with if they wanted to start living more low tox or low waste or whatever the term is that we want to use. Yeah, you know, I totally understand a lot of my like low tox living kind of went into some of the low waste stuff, like all of our extra scraps go to like our chickens. We try to do a lot of the extra stuff I don't use from the garden goes to the chickens. So yeah, we've tried to pay attention to that too. And as far as like really just a first step for somebody. I recommend either two routes. One would be 
something really important like your food because people you know there's stuff that goes in your body on your body there's stuff around but in your body is typically having the highest effect and so if you completely don't know where to start I would start with your food and making one swap each grocery trip that was one of the easiest ways I remember it first recommended to me. Just switch out one thing each time you go grocery shopping. I went a little further than that and I looked into the Dirty Dozen from EWG and it's like the highest pesticide foods to get organic. And so I switched the Dirty Dozen and then each grocery shopping trip, I would make a swap. That would be what I would recommend for a mom to start off with making a switch to something healthier and kind of exactly like the dirty dozen, like some exact things like, oh, potatoes, boom, strawberries, boom. Okay, I know what I need to do. The other thing I would recommend is if you have a specific situation, I was struggling with eczema. So some people might wait with their skincare products, but for me, that was really important because I was struggling with the eczema. I've struggled since I was a kid, but I had a major flare up with my first pregnancy actually. And so I would recommend looking into what's affecting you the most. I love that. And I love that just identify what the high impact things are that you can do and then do those things a little bit at a time until you really address them. I think that's fantastic. I know that you and I are both about routines. I've listened on your podcast. If there were two routines that mamas could adopt that would help them with their low-tox living. And, you know, because I do think there's this fear. I want to do this, but I don't have time or energy, right? Like, I just want to go buy the lotion. I don't want to think about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I love this, like, every time you go grocery shopping, just switch something out. But is there a routine that you would recommend that they could start with that would really help them so that that they could move into that low-tox living in a way that is a little more effortless or it doesn't seem so overwhelming, especially as you're a parent? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So few things here. One, I would say a ditch and switch plan. This is something that I help my clients specifically customize to make it really simple for them. But the basis of it is you're switching out stuff from one room each month. So this month I'm focusing on the kitchen. Next month I'm focusing on the bedroom and so forth, like the bathrooms, the kids room, the laundry room, you know, just take it By the end of the year, you're going to have your entire house. So it's these little steps really end up making a huge difference. And so like slowing down and taking the time to do that can really help with that because, you know, there's no way to completely get rid of all of the toxins. But what we do know, we should try to take action on. And so making these switches like one step at a time giving yourself some grace for like what you can't get to and knowing that like it's gonna be all right you know not going too fearful into this because I know that can definitely happen I remember when I first started looking into it I was like the furniture the wall paint (laughs) and I was like whoa my husband kind of like reeled me back in like that's right you're coming from a place of fear and that is not from God and I was like thank you so much for that reminder so I hope that can be encouragement for your listeners too to like just one step at a time do what you can you know 
give yourself some grace for that. So yeah, the switching out one room at a time, definitely ask your husband or if you have older kids for help, even kind of younger. My five-year-old loves making lotion with me. I like to whip the lotion to make it more of a whipped body butter. And he'll hold the hand mixer and I'm holding it with him. And I've even been able to let go and just stand there right by him. And it's a family fun activity now. And they're learning and it's homeschooling because they're learning how all this works and what happens and cause and effect and all of that. So asking for help when you need it and incorporating the whole family is a great thing to do. The other thing I would say is we're planners. I would say make a plan. So with all this, you can talk about all these things, but if you don't actually make the plan, you're going to have to think of it again. Make the plan and write it down. If you want to ditch and switch, you know, one room each month, go ahead and grab your planner and write down which room you're going to do each month so that you don't have to come back next month And think of it again. Oh, what room was I switching? It's all this decision fatigue that we have in our society that's just unnecessary, you know? Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love the way that you take these really slow approaches to say it's all right to slow down your change. Like you don't have to do all of it right now, but it will happen if you have a plan for it. And I also just love the language of ditch and switch. And and I know kids do love to join you in making those things. Like I could see my kids getting super into lotion. It's like slime, but it's lotion instead. <laughs> you can use it, right? So I can see really the, the joy of bringing the family into it. And then the joy of getting to use these things that you made together. Yeah, so you like 100% know what's in it. Just... Let your kids know that it's not whipped cream when you're making the whipped butter. Because <laughs> my my youngest was like the two year old, well, not my youngest anymore. The two year old was trying to lick. I was like, wait, 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 this isn't whipped cream. <laughs> I, I love that. Oh my goodness, I could see that. I could see myself like wanting to, you know, like like it looks like it looks nice. Technically. It is all edible. If you ate it, it wouldn't hurt you because all those ingredients in it are edible. So that's another pro to having non-toxic items in your home to where it's like, oh, if a kid accidentally gets into something, it's not this major hazard that we're running into, rush them to the hospital or something. It's, oh, they're actually going to be okay. That's given me a lot of peace as a mom, honestly. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I was thinking about the plan and I know that when you get into a routine with these things too, after a while you start to know, oh, I have to make lotion once a month or I'm going to have to make this once a week. And you'll kind of get into a routine with when you're going to need to do different things. And then it will just become part of what you do. And instead of spending the time running to the stores to pick things up, you're spending your time in your home making those things so with your family and having those experiences together and my husband even helps me out and he finds it interesting too and you know like the lotion I only make that for our entire household like I use it on all the babies everything like it's totally safe for them too and that's reassuring we're marketed to have all these different oh you need a baby lotion and an adult lotion no we all use the same lotion because it's clean enough safe enough for all of us and I only make it once every three months Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So if my listeners wanted to contact you, if they're like, hey, Desiree, I need to do the ditch and switch, 
Yeah. <laughs> How would they contact you? How can they get in touch with you? Yeah. Well, I actually have a podcast myself, the Holistic Lifestyle Podcast. So you can, you know, get all my resources there. I have a Facebook group called Unprocessed Mama, and we actually do ditch and switch challenges in the group and stuff like that. So that's a lot of fun. You can also find me on Instagram at Unprocessed Mama Desiree. And then I have a stress-free cleaning schedule for your listeners that they can grab for free and hop on my email list to get tips sent right to their email. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. This was a joy. Thank you. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.